0: Welcome to CEO Conversations, the private practice podcast. I'm your host, Brandy Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice and life you love. Let's get started. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of CEO Conversations, the Private Practice Podcast. It is Brandy and I cannot wait for you to listen to today's episode. We are talking about a topic that no one talks about enough, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship and owning a business. And so I'm excited to introduce you to Dr. Felicia Ivy. Dr. Ivy was at our retreat this past fall for Own Your CEO Status. And it was amazing because when it comes to sleep, yes, we know that there's the health benefits of when it comes to sleep and just from diseases and and different things that can happen to our bodies if we don't get enough sleep. What I loved about today's conversation and what you're going to hear is that there are real statistics tied to productivity, Uh, the amount of money that it will cost us if we don't get enough sleep, what's happening with our teams when they don't get enough sleep. And so it's in a different perspective outside of healthcare, right? And just some of the impacts that it can have on our body. Also what I loved about Felicia is that she gave us permission to be in our seasons, right? And so I know a lot of folks who are listening to this have kids or we're just busy entrepreneurs. I know for myself, I'm a mother. And there's some seasons of business growth, there were some seasons of just going through things with my family, or just with my career, where sleep sounded good, but maybe I just wasn't able to get it, right? And so today's conversation is deep. And so if you are not in a place to take notes, then you're definitely going to go back and do that. But take notes, write down some, some to do's, some tips, make sure that you're paying attention to things that you can change today. One of the things about sleep is sleep is free. It's one of the best tools that we can give ourselves. One of the best things that we can do for our own self care and it's free. It costs nothing to sleep. Right. And so making sure that we're making this a priority for ourselves, for our purpose, For our finances, for our team, is so important. So, let me tell you more about Dr. Flish Ivy. So, Dr. Flish Ivy is an occupational therapist and is the CEO and founder of Sleep for Wellness LLC. She has over 10 years of clinical research experience and helps her clients live healthier, happier, and more productive lives by developing good sleep hygiene habits. Dr. Ivy works with individuals and corporations to develop custom sleep hygiene programs and elevates daily behaviors and environmental barriers that contribute to poor sleep. As a busy healthcare clinician, businesswoman, and mom of two, she knows the incredible power of adequate rest. Dr. Ivy loves seeing her clients perform better and achieve their desired levels of success. She uses her proven methodology backed by research to help people discover the hidden superpower of sleep for improvements in health and productivity. Superpower is right. I say owning your CO status is a superpower of yours. Sleep is also a superpower of yours. I know after you listen in on today's conversation, you're going to be in the best place to get an amazing sleep tonight. So enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. I am so excited for today's conversation. We have Dr. Felicia Ivy here on the podcast today. And so let's just jump right into it because we've had some amazing conversation before we hit record all about (laughs) sleep. So Felicia, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what
1: you got going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on your amazing podcast. Um, I'm super excited to be here and talk about a topic that gets swept underneath the rug a lot, <laughs> um, literally. Um, but yeah, I, I'm Dr. Felicia Ivy. I am the founder and CEO of Sleep for Wellness, and I help people and business owners tackle problems around sleep.
0: Yes. I love what you said because it is, it's like a topic like, oh, we need to get sleep. Let's go get some sleep. How's your sleep? You know, and we just like, man, I'm so tired. And, you know, and it does, it gets swept underneath the rug, but I love the conversations that we've been able to have about sleep. And I know that you've spoken to like, even our clients at our last retreat, you came and talked to our group. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's just so many nuggets of gems, like when it comes to sleep. That people need to pay attention to especially as business owners um and then what i'm really excited about is just the impacts that it'll be able to have on your team with this conversation too so for the folks who are yeah. listening as normal get your notebook ready make sure that you are <laughs> writing down <laughs> because by the end of this conversation not only are you going to get more sleep you're actually probably going to end up making more money because of this you know so yeah so yes. let's dive into it let's dive into it so What are the biggest things that when we think about sleep, because you said it, it just kind of the topic gets swept underneath the rug and it definitely, I don't think gets enough um, Mm -hmm. worthiness for what it can do for you and what it's not doing for you when you aren't getting enough sleep. So tell me more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the first things, first and foremost, when it comes to sleep is the stigma around people who sleep. It's like, oh, you're lazy or, you know, you have to get eight hours of sleep. Like I'll sleep when I die. Like I'm going to stay up all night. I'm going to push through this. I've got a big presentation. I've got so much to do on my to-do list and sleep is just not a priority for me. And those are things that are, you know, very real but they're also very detrimental when it comes to, you know, looking at your overall health and your productivity. And so one of the best things that you can really do for yourself as a person and your team is to really prioritize your sleep. Um, First and foremost, I am a much better person when I have sleep. Um, I was just joking the other day with my husband that I was like, I didn't snap at the kids not one time today because I had like, (laughs) like eight hours of sleep and we are sleep training our youngest son right now. And so it had been a stretch when I haven't gotten that sleep and it makes such a big impact. And so really today I want to talk about some of the physiological factors of sleep, but then also from a business standpoint, how it's impacting your decision-making, how it's impacting your ability to regulate your emotions, um, and then also how it's impacting your health. Um, Those are all categories that I think that we can learn a little bit more about sleep. And then also giving some tips on how to do it. Um, We live in a modern day world where it's really difficult just to lay down and go to sleep. And it feels like something naturally that we should be able to do, but sometimes it's really hard to do that and unwind. Um, And so if I can help anybody with this conversation today on some of those factors, um, I would consider this conversation a success.
0: Oh, good. Good. No, I love it. I love it. I love what you're saying about sleep being connected to laziness. And that's true. And even Mm -hmm. in The world that we live in, like the hustle culture, and you got to grind it out. And if you want to be successful, then you have to work, you know, one of the things like the early mornings, the late nights and the weekends. And honestly, that's not the best way to have success. And it's shown statistically that if you don't get enough sleep if you aren't resting then there's burnout there's overwhelm there's a lot of emotions that are connected with lack of sleep um and so the mindset of it though is very interesting because i know everyone who's listening we're ambitious right we have really big goals and dreams and we want a big you know empires and everything else too and so there's a lot of factors that can definitely impact our sleep so when you're thinking about just the typical person Who, because I know you said you're a mom and you're trying to make sure that you're sleep training your son, then like what's the typical person or what do you see at the detriment of um, when it comes to just us not getting enough sleep?
1: Yeah. um, Well, first and foremost, I think that in life, everyone's in different stages. Mm -hmm. And so you have to give yourself grace for whatever stage or season you're in. So whether you're building a business, there's a different hustle, there's a different mentality. If you're sleep chaining your son, you know, or you're a mom of toddlers, there's going to be a season where you're just not going to get a lot of sleep. And that's okay because Mm -hmm. what you have to do is on times where you can prioritize your sleep, and those are the days and the weeks that you really want to maximize on having a good sleep routine and making sure that you're setting yourself up for success. Um, just earlier before this, we talked a little bit, like you mentioned burnout. Burnout mm-hmm. is a real thing for even if you have a small team of five or a team of 500. Um, everybody is trying to get more done in a day and there's Things coming at you there's meeting requests there's um, deadlines and things that you have to implement and maybe some things that you miss and it can be very frustrating and very stressful Um, one of the beautiful benefits of getting enough sleep um i'll i'll probably geek out a little bit on some of the stages (laughs) i know we don't have like two hours so i'm not going to turn this into like a neuroscience um podcast but there's there's (laughs) different stages of sleep Um, You have your non-REM stages of sleep, which are stages one through four, and then you have your REM stage of sleep. And depending on where you start earlier in the night, you're in those lighter stages of sleep. And as you progress throughout the evening, you have more deeper REM stages of sleep. And so one of the biggest things that you can gain from getting more sleep to prevent burnout is the more REM sleep you get the better you're able to process the emotions of your day, the stress from your day, Um, your body can and your mind can absorb some of these, these things that happen and your brain will actually kind of work these problems and these emotional issues out while you're sleeping if you give it the adequate time to have that downtime to rest. So that REM cycle is really key to helping you with burnout and processing the emotions of your day. And so if you're one of those people who, you know, and and I'm guilty of it as well, sometimes is, you know, you're trying to get so much done. And you're like, I'm going to go to bed at midnight and wake up at 530. Well, you're not only is that five and a half hours of sleep, but you've pretty much cut in your REM cycle of sleep by half. And so you're not getting that really good ability to process the emotions and the stress from your coworker, the business deal, all the things that you're trying to negotiate as a business owner and a entrepreneur, you're not giving your body and your mind time to reset. Um, and so I think some biggest tips that we can use as business owners is, is embracing the season that you're in But also knowing that, okay, I need to start prioritizing my self-care in a different way so I'm a better business owner.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that that you said was just giving yourself grace during busy seasons. And that's so true. That's so true because there's different times where you just won't get enough sleep and it just is what it is. But you have to set yourself up for success Mm -hmm. um, when you can get enough sleep and make sure that you're prioritizing it. When you talk about like some obstacles to getting good sleep, or you know you talk, you talk to just the world that we live in, technology is one of the things that I really think about before I go to bed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know on social media, different things like that too. But like when you're thinking about just the obstacles that can get in your way of having good sleep, what are some of the recommendations that you have just to make sure we're setting ourselves up for success, to get into like that first stage of sleep. So we can definitely process the emotions from the day and make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And so really, I think a good night's rest starts with how are you implementing things during your day time? Mm. And so really, when I'm working with clients, it's really looking at like, what's your structure? What does your day look like? You know, because if we just dive into what nighttime looks like. And you know, you tell me after you put the kids down to bed, you're hopping back on the computer, you're knocking out a couple different items that you didn't get food throughout the day. Um, and then it's like 10 o'clock at night. Now you're actually relaxing with Netflix a little bit. Um, and then you're going into like this midnight, I'm going to bed and waking up at six and I start all over again. Um, and so I think really maximizing things that you can do throughout your day is gonna help set you up for a better nighttime routine. So one of the biggest tips I tell my clients is the most thing that you can do that's most important is getting exposure to sunlight. Mm. That's really hard in a modern day society sometimes because we work remote or we work in the office. It's really difficult to get outside and just get that exposure. But getting that exposure to sunlight really helps your body reset your circadian rhythm. And it tells you, person, this is daytime, you know, getting that sunlight directly impacts your ability to keep your body on cycle. So whether that's a morning exercise that you end up doing outside, you get double points because you're getting that sunlight exposure and you're also exercising When you research has shown when you exercise, especially during the morning, you're going to have better sleep at night because you've exhausted a lot of physical um, energy, you've exhausted a lot of cortisol, getting that stress out of your body, the more you get that out, the better it's going to help you with sleeping at night. But getting that sunlight exposure earlier during the day is key. And if you can't do it during the morning time, you know, you've got morning meetings or you've got business deals that you are traveling or you've got daycare drop off in the morning, Um, you know, maybe squeezing that afternoon walk, something during the daytime at lunchtime to kind of get your body set up and get that sunlight exposure. It's really key for helping you reset your circadian rhythm. Um, And then some things that you can do with it being modern day society and that nighttime routine um it's kind of it's it sets up as a cycle really the better you get sleep the more productive you are during your day um your ability to think and problem solve all these things that we call executive functioning in the occupational therapy world um when you get better sleep you can do executive functioning skills better than you can when you're not getting sleep it's proven Um, And as a business owner, you have to make those quick decisions. You have to think on your feet. You have to pivot. These are all good executive functioning skills. So if you're getting good sleep at night, you're going to be more proficient and efficient during the day. So then you're not working after hours because you've tackled all your to-do lists. And so it's easier said than done. And it definitely takes time. But you're gonna find yourself, if you have a good sleep routine, you're gonna be more productive during the day and you're not gonna have those things coming up at night. Um, but when you do have that nighttime routine and you're ready to wind down, the best thing that you can do is really turn off everything 45 minutes, bare minimum 30 minutes before bedtime. This mm-hmm. is no screens, no no input, nothing that has a light to it. Um, our Kindles, our TVs, or phones, those all emit a blue light. And that blue light suppresses your body's ability to produce melatonin. And melatonin is that golden hormone that helps you stay asleep throughout the night. So really the biggest thing you can do is turn off those electronics, like I said, at least 45 minutes, bare minimum 30 minutes, um, and then having that time to unwind, whether, you know, whatever that is for you. Some of my clients really like the physical activity of doing like a light stretch at night. Um, I personally love my skincare routine at night <laughs> to give myself a good social, to unwind, to like jazz music, or just something to really just kind of get my mindset to relax. Um, that is key to have some sort of routine, whatever it is for you. Maybe it's tea. Um, maybe it's something that you can use to journal. Um, and I feel like I'm just kind of talking on and on, but journaling is one of those things that's really, really important. If you are that type of person and that speaks to you, the more you can get things out of your brain and on paper, it really helps to objectify it. So yeah. our brains, the way God made us is we're really wired to think and about, you know, all the things throughout the day. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Or, um, I, you know, I messed up with that email or that presentation and those things kind of get hardwired and cycled. So sometimes having the, your bedtime routine being as simple as journaling for five minutes, maybe the things you messed up on them for that day or the things you're really mm-hmm. proud of. Getting those things out of your head and on paper will really help you not wake up at three in the morning thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's just a couple of tips.
0: No, I love it. I love it. I think like because I'm literally taking all of this in. You're saying I'm just going on and on. But I know that the folks who are listening, they need this information. And a lot of it, too, is some of it we we probably know. But I love what you're saying is that you have to set yourself up during the day in order to make sure that you're even good at night. And I think Mm -hmm. when we think about sleep, we think about like, oh, head, you know, our head hits the pillow. And now we're closing our eyes to sleep and but your morning routine, it sounds like your afternoon routine, your mm-hmm. evening routine, you know, and all this stuff in between is either making your sleep or breaking your sleep. And so I love everything that you're saying when it comes to just some things that we can control when it comes to our day. So that way we can get the best sleep at night so when we're like you talk to teams right and i one of the things too i would definitely want to get to is like i love like the money conversation when it comes to sleep <laughs> because you know one of the things that i always talk to is you know we are in as business owners we're here to make more money make more impact help more people you know make sure that we're making like just a successful um You're just really stepping into our purpose is what I was, what I'm trying to say, but let's talk about teams first. And then we can talk about the money statistic because I'm so excited about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, There's, there's a lot of money in sleep, a lot of lost costs. Yeah. We would definitely talk about that. But yeah, I think when you think about your team um, when I'm working with different business owners and workshops, you know, there's so much money being invested into productivity, software, you know, like Asana is a great one, you know, it's project management. It's a great way, like, you know, making things more efficient. Um, There's different other softwares like Salesforce, you know, whatever, you know, there's Monday, there's all these different software to help with making your team more um, productive and more efficient. And these are great things to invest in as business owners and tools. But really, if you're not investing in your team's quality and quantity of sleep, I talked earlier about, you know, how sleep helps you with your executive functioning skills. If you have a team member who is like drowning and they're only getting like five hours of sleep every night or six hours of sleep and that's cumulative and it's adding up and they're coming into work and they have a lot of fatigue issues, decision making fatigue, they're not thinking on their feet. There's a problem. You have to pivot, and they're still thinking about what happened during the earlier meeting. And you need them to really fire on all cylinders. So taking time and investing in your team's sleep is not only good for business, um, but it's really good to help their quality of life. In addition to that, um, there's so many factors that the statistics and research, you know, we know that lack of sleep puts you at a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, Um, pretty much everything you can die from heightens when you don't get sleep. But there's that executive functioning component. There's the emotional regulation that I talked about earlier. You know, if your team member is stressed, and they're having burnout, and you really care about them, and they're trying to process how to be a good worker, but also they're a mom, they're, you know, a dad, or they're, you know, they're in between their college, you know, this is their first job out of school and they want to do a good job and they have a lot of stress. Well, if they aren't getting good sleep, they're not processing that stress throughout the day. And so they're coming into work already exhausted, already burnt out and they're not providing you with the amount of work and skill that they can naturally have if they were able to get better sleep. So if you are investing in these other tools for productivity also taking time to think about different workshops that you can do for your team to help them with their sleep is gonna maximize your business, hands down.
0: Yeah, I love that because it's true. And even inside a Private Practice CEO, we talk to, because we use ClickUp and you know, and I like ClickUp. ClickUp is like HIPAA compliant, like all these things. And so one of the things that we talk to is um, the productivity, communication, making sure that we're helping our team perform at their best and having honest conversations and so what i hear you saying is that you need to have a deeper conversation because it could be lack of sleep you know like what's mm-hmm. happening with them personally or if you have like a new mom or somebody you know is going through a really hard time like a team member who's going through a hard time nine ten chances chances are probably not getting the amount of sleep that they need at night And so when they're showing up, they're not being as productive or they are um, maybe missing the mark with different Mm -hmm. projects too. So if you are going to invest in tools, if you are going to evaluate them on their performance, having the conversation, like, how are you sleeping? (laughs) You know, like, how are you sleeping at night? You know, because that can
1: definitely make a difference (laughs) too. So I love that. I love that. And it probably would feel kind of invasive because literally it's like one in 3 Americans all have difficulty sleeping but nobody talks about it so like if you're you know doing a performance review and you're like you know hey you did really great on this the skill set but how's your sleep at night Probably going to be like, why? Why are they asking me about my sleep? Yeah, um, so that's where you know, coming in and, and having those workshops to educate them. This is why it's important to sleep because you're going to function better as an employee and your business skills and your ability to you know do all the problem solving that they need. It's going to really help it full like full fill like full cycle and not just like someone being nosy. Like, why are you worried about my sleep? Yeah, why um, because I can't. <laughs> about you on all cylinders as a, you know, as a business owner, as a, mm-hmm. you know, employer to you, you know, I care about your success.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then because some of the conversations too that we have is about employee retention and team retention. And so you want your team to want to stay. And so having these types of even workshops or speaking to them as a person, as a whole, and recognizing that just like you as an owner, they're dynamic too, right? They have different Mm -hmm. things that are happening inside their lives and you can be understanding to that. I always think about like the high performer right now, if you have a low performer, And they are, you know, they're low performing, that's their consistency. You know, you can always talk about sleep, but there's probably other things that are happening. But I think about like the true high performer who is in a place where they are, because they're high performer, uh, because they're probably ambitious, because they want to make sure they're doing a great job, but things can happen to their performance and during the course of their journey too. So having something like a workshop or talking to sleep sounds like it would be definitely beneficial as well. So yeah. let's talk about the money piece because like <laughs> that's the part I think is so interesting because there's like research where you can put like a dollar figure to to really like business owners team, you know, when it comes to like the cost of not getting enough sleep, there is an actual tangible monetary cost to when you don't get enough sleep. So let's talk about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when you're talking about sleep and lost productivity, a lot of it is categorized like sleep deprivation, mistakes that happen on the job, um, accidents that happen, you know, whether it's like... um, ergonomics or like machine type factory jobs. And then there's also some of those bigger like business decisions, mistakes that are happening. All those are kind of categorized like sleep deprivation or fatigue-related decision-making errors that are all linked to lack of sleep. Um, In the U.S., it's not pretty. Um, It's literally a $411 billion issue. $411 billion. are categorize into things that can be lost productivity sleep deprivation or fatigue related issues compared to Germany Germany is 60 million excuse me 60 billion dollars so 60 billion dollars in the European state versus 411 billion in the US and you know there's numbers in all these different states but one mm-hmm. of the things I look at a lot of like with European, countries and, you know, versus the U.S., they all take that nice siesta, the middle of the day, right? That's true. You know, they take that time to recoup, take that time to relax. Um, There is nothing wrong with having a midday nap. Um, And some U.S. companies are really catching on to this. Um, One of the companies, Casper, um, they're not a sponsor of them or anything like that, but they, you know, they make mattresses. Literally in their headquarters, they have nap pods. Where their workers can take a midday nap and it's really a way to help recharge and to help you with being more productive for that three o'clock meeting that everybody's falling asleep in anyway no one's taking really good notes um so they haven't <laughs> <laughs> so where you know some of these companies are like encouraging it's okay to take a 20 minute nap in the middle of the day to help you with your productivity so that's one of the statistics looking at a us issue of 411 billion dollars versus a european company that is country, that's only $60 billion. So that's a big statistic. Um, But if we wanted to break it down a little bit, you know, that feels so global and like US, but if we look at per employee per like year, what sleep deprivation is costing is that the sleep foundation did a wonderful research um, project. And they found that per employee sleep deprivation or sleep problems is losing, that company is losing out on $2,280 per employee. two thousand two hundred and eighty dollars per year per employee. So if you have a small team of just five people, you know, that's still a five figure deficit of business revenue that you're losing out on. Like, you know, I like to keep as much money as I possibly can. So, um, and you know, it's a way to, if you wanna have that extra money, you can look at it as like, that's just the cost of doing business, but also you can have that as opportunities to grow your business or reinvest in your team to help them with something else. So Mm -hmm. small teams, it's a five figure deficit. If you have a little bit larger team, you know, a lot of smaller companies are between that 11 to 50 employee, you know, range. It's still a six figure deficit when you multiply mm-hmm. that by two thousand two hundred eighty dollars each employee. Um, and some of these larger companies it's it's looking at a million dollar deficit every year mm-hmm. and so taking the time to you know figure out how can I invest in my team and their sleep so I'm not losing out on this money every year and you know we're not we're not robots we're not AI mm-hmm. we're people we're going to make mistakes. But if I can, you know, as a business owner, what can I do to invest in that in my team to help minimize some sleep deprivation mistakes as much as I can, you know, those are the things that I really love having the opportunity to talk um, to teams and geek out on sleep and helping them from, you know, setting their own bedtime routine up until even like, what does your bedroom look like? You know, yeah, the the biggest things as an occupational therapist uh, we look at is the environment, you know, what are those environmental barriers that are contributing to poor sleep? Um, and so we even break that down too. So, those are some fun things that I definitely enjoy doing because it's costing us a lot of money every year to not tackle mm-hmm. the problem of sleep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I did not think that because we didn't necessarily talk about US versus European countries or yeah. anything like that. I was just thinking about like the employee statistics. So yeah, so five figure versus six figure all the way up to seven figures, just depending on the size of the team. But I think it's interesting, just the 60 million or 60 billion versus the 411 billion. And I think we go to million because like, oh, you know, it sounds million, but no billion dollars. Oh, yeah. And that, I think that speaks so much to like our culture and mm-hmm. you know, what we do and how we view success um, compared to other countries who prioritize like the NAP and making sure that the teams are productive and everything else too. And so one of the things that comes up for me is as a business owner, for everyone who's listening, We can control our own schedules like there's no reason like we're not working inside of a corporate company that's telling us when we can work when we can't work, you know, you need to work eight to five or nine to five or, you know, whatever, seven to 10 or no, we actually can control our schedule as a business owner. And then when it comes to the team, if you want to implement times like where it's 20 minute nap time, you know, like, you know, then we can't we can't do that. Like we can absolutely do that and we'll probably be better off for it. Our teams will be happier, we will be happier, we'll be more productive, we'll make more money, we'll help more people and we won't be burned out. One of the things that I said even before we started recording was that I feel like as healthcare providers or just mm-hmm. professionals we are famous for do as i say but not as i do and we will (laughs) run ourselves ragged in order to make sure everyone else is good compared to making sure that we're setting ourselves up for success and it starts here it starts by having some of these conversations and making sure that we are prioritizing our sleep paying attention to you know our schedules making sure that we're good to go and then for the people who we're bringing along the way like the people who are hiring trying to make sure that they're set up for success as well, um, Mm -hmm. to the best of our ability too. So I just love, I love everything about this conversation. I feel like we could talk on and on and on and on about sleep, but I know that you said, I think we don't have two hours for this conversation. Yes. So are there any like last tips that you would just leave us with, um, when it comes to sleep, just to make sure that we're good?
1: Yeah, um geez, God, you know, being succinct is not my strong point. Uh um, but I will say is that in summary, <laughs> it's not mine either. <laughs> right. Totally. We have 2 hours for this podcast. Um but no, in summary, I think embracing whatever season you're in, controlling the controllables. Um because life is messy, life is hectic and you know, whether you're a business owner or you're working for, you know, somebody else, you have to be able to control the things you can control. So you talk a little bit about, you know, being in control of your own schedule. I think the biggest thing that you can do as an individual is really starting those stop and start times for yourself. You know, if it has to be like setting an alarm on your phone that says, Hey, Felicia, it's nine 30. It's time to wind down. Then you have to put these things into place because mentally it's easy to just go, go, go. But Having a bedtime routine, something that you can hold on to and treasure it like it's nothing else, um, that's really going to help you make better decisions throughout your day. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be healthier. So I think the biggest thing is figuring out what time can I, you know, work backwards from your day, um, depending on whatever life brings you and to set that time, whether it's 930 or it's 10 p.m. But really trying to get to bed before 11 o'clock every night is really key. It's going to give you the best benefit as far as getting through all those cycles and stages of sleep, um, giving you all of the maximize as far as your non-REM and your REM sleep, the earlier you can get to bed before that 11 o'clock time frame. So do yourself a favor, create a bedtime routine and protect it. Um, protect it like it's it's it's, you know, you don't have an option but to do it. I think that's mm-hmm. going to help. Yeah, absolutely, because we didn't even talk
0: about, you know, the health part of it, too, why yeah, you need oh to protect God. it. Yeah, like the, mm-hmm. even the health like benefits of when you get enough sleep and all of that, too. And so I love what you're saying, like protect it. Protect it like it's, it's, it's your life depends on it because your life truly does depend yeah. on it when it comes to sleep and just making sure that we're setting ourselves up for success. So control the controllables, just Mm -hmm. like so many different things that we can put into our life when we're thinking about different situations too. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. (laughs) Ivy, you know, just for being here today. So where can people, because I know that they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I need that person (laughs) to come in and teach my team and help me get some sleep.
1: No, thank you so much. Um, So um, all my handles on social media, on Instagram is sleepforwellness. um, And then my website is sleepforwellness.org is where you can find me. So I would love to connect with anybody here from this audience. And again, Brandy, thank you for having me. Um, I think the work that you're doing for business owners and owning their CEO status and helping them on all levels and all cylinders is is amazing. So I'm just excited to be part of this conversation and to help anybody uh, when it comes to their sleep so they can really own their CEO status. You can't be a good CEO if you don't have good executive functioning skills (laughs) because they're sleep deprived.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. No, thank you so much. I receive that. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for being here too. So, guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message, and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.